There must be one more episode in this discussion, don't you think? I think so too. Uh, We're back for one more in our alignment series. Welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Will they ever run out of things to talk about with this discussion? I don't know. Uh, maybe this is like a we're gonna need some sort of merch yeah. for this for this sort of yeah. series. I mean, we did something on justification, sanctification. Yeah. How many um, how many episodes? What do we do before it's merch material? So in golf, you have these things called alignment sticks. Did you know that? No. You have to know that. No, oh, come I don't. on, guys. I don't have to actually. <laughs> Yeah, so when you're practicing on the range, there's these almost picture, um, you know, like the the small um, post. I want to call them posts. They're not posts, but mm-hmm. inside a tent when you're setting a tent up, okay. the flexible. Yep. They're about yep. three or four feet long. Yeah, so maybe we do. And they do what speak, with those? Is to check your alignment. So if you're if you're aiming at a certain flag, you step back from the ball, you lay the stick down, pointing at the flag, and then when you get up and address the ball, you're swinging on that swing plane towards. Yeah, precision. And it, and, and it works. Well, that's what they say. I don't practice, but mm. that's what they say. Um, so maybe we have kingdom speak alignment sticks. People need to align themselves with what? What are we aligning? Have you been listening to? the last four <laughs> weeks? No, no. Oh, my Lord. Do you plug your headphones in? No. <laughs> no. I need you to explain oh, it to me. No. <laughs> yeah. Do you no. Know what? If he goes back and listens, that'll get us over the million so, download. <laughs> so <laughs> what you're saying is right I there. can't hit the ball aiming the opposite direction as the flag and and get it to go around back to the flag kind of thing? Well, no. Oh. No. Okay. Well, whatever. No. Whatever. Yeah. It's like somebody, a boomer. Somebody help us out here. I don't like, know what like to do a, with this guy. Like a boomerang shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. You whatever. think whatever. How you much want. time have you spent on the links anyway? <laughs> a man of the soil, he is. <laughs> a man of the soil, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> and you anyway, haven't seen a putting game. Somebody at this table has been to Pebble Beach. <laughs> Let's just say that. Well, someone has been. Well, what you can I decide say? as the audience who have who has been there. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Have I golfed there? I ate there. (laughs) Does that count? No, it does not. Welcome back, everyone. It's Friday. And boy, what a week. What a week it has been. How has your week been? My week's been great. And we are, I think, we thought we may have been wrapping this up last week. We really tried. And here we are again, back at it. Um, And wow, it's been a great, great discussion uh, great feedback from you as the listeners. If you love what you're hearing with this discussion, uh, chime in. Uh, it's always good to know that somebody else enjoys this besides us. Yeah. It's always good to know. Um, so this comment on YouTube caught my attention. It says, creature from the Black Lagoon, <laughs> from my BC life, they have in uh, parentheses, never realized the difference between direction and position. Mm. For what could be heard, excellent content. Yeah, I know. Listen, Jennifer. He went fishing, if you never heard. Um, and the producer and I tried 
to do the episode by herself, and he insisted that he record. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the audio no. is bad. Um, the I'm only like, way to improve it would have no. been if we would have done the episode. What can I say? Insisting is a little weak. I think it was more like <laughs> I think it was a little more like begging. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! <laughs> you know what? There are some things we that there's not even was <laughs> responses worthy. <laughs> What's her name? Jennifer? Yeah, Jennifer. Jennifer. Also, yeah. um, if you also wasn't listening. Put the camera on you there, Big G. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Yeah. yeah. There's so many over there. If you wasn't listening, uh, Jennifer, we also need to remind you, how many fish did you catch while you were gone? I caught all that I needed. See? Let's count them Listen. up. Listen. Okay, so put your music on. Get the mood music. No, no. I was, I was, just, I was just counting with the crickets. Okay. <sighs> Well, that's yeah, too I many. Did, I didn't hear any. That's too many. I didn't hear any fish. Okay. Anyways, <sighs> we will say amen to Jennifer about that. Uh, and we appreciate the feedback on the audio content. You didn't content. even finish her. <laughs> what she heard. Of it. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm uh, I just liked the creature from the Black Lagoon. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, listeners are the best. When will coffee mugs be available? They are available. Like That was yeah. another YouTube uh for some reason, the website was saying sold out. Listen, how many times have we said you can't believe what you see online? Like, so if the website says we're sold out, we're, we're not, not sold, sold out. out. So just go ahead and buy it. Just buy them. <sighs> just buy yeah. it. And just if it doesn't show up, it's a them. donation to feed children. Well, yeah, hungry children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our hungry children to feed the producer <laughs> or something. <laughs> so. Anyways, here we are again, back uh, to talk about direction. Yes. So quickly to recap, uh, we said that last episode and talked the whole episode about, about the recap. recap. Yeah. But, you know, we go from where the church is positioned, you know, in terms of east versus west, and then we zoom inside the church. We talk about the position of the articles within the church. Last week, aligning yourself, zooming in the Google map even farther to the people. Right. Yep. Um, it was a phenomenal application. Right. To, I think the... Um I think it's important, and in, in, in our in our haste to try to make this a, a three week series, sometimes we gloss over certain parts of it. But mm-hmm. when it comes to the instrumentation, mm-hmm. if we could go back that far, I think yep. it's important that we keep things like the altar in their order of importance. Hmm. It was the first thing that that you that you see when you mm-hmm. come into that redemptive. So let's system. jump in right away. What do you think about? Uh, Altar calls in church services. What do I think of them? Well, I know what you think of them, but okay. what I'm saying is the importance of them, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if sometimes we get away from important. that. Um, I really the do. The old school conviction altar call. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think when it comes to altar calls, and, mm-hmm. and we really need to have a a discussion with Brother Lambeth about this. He's got mm-hmm. some incredible insight on this. But the altar call to me is where it, it becomes incumbent upon you to throw the dirt on the seed that, mm-hmm. that you've received. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that keeps the fowls of the air from consuming what has just been deposited to mm-hmm. you is that altar call right. service. So... Truthfully, the question really needs to be, should there ever be a service where there is not a response? 
Hmm. And and all, the altar call to me is that response. It's it may vary yeah. emotionally. Yeah, they, they, they may not all be conviction, but yeah. there's never a time that there's not at least gratitude for what God has that hmm. needs to be expressed to what God has just spoken. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it, it's an attempt, at least in our local church, for it to be part of the culture that. That we we, yeah we we go to the altar. That's that's part of that direction, right? And when you came in the eastern entrance, it was the first thing you saw. Yes, everybody went by it, right? And and I think that there is, I think that there is a ecumenical evolvement mm-hmm. that that tries to minimize the role that the altar plays. Because there's other parts of the instrumentation and the articles of the tabernacle that are more appealing to your flesh. Oh yeah, your flesh right. doesn't like the altar. So you That's you want where to you die? You want to swing through the doors? <clears throat> oh, there's the altar. Yeah, I won't stop there. I'll just yeah, go to something just, else. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes. Who doesn't like the illumination of the candlesticks? Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. is that revelation that the comes. warm glow oh, oh yeah mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. we we like that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. well for for consider this we all love the mercy yeah absolutely we do so if you think in <laughs> in visualization terms we want to just run all the way through all the way right. to the end right when there's supposed to be a a, a tiered process i suppose to access right mhm mhm Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I, Interesting. I, I think there's. Um, let me just say it this way: it 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 becomes incumbent upon every spiritual leader to keep the emphasis and the order proper in the in in the rank and file of the church. Mm-hmm. So we all enjoy praise. We all mm-hmm. enjoy mm-hmm. certain aspects of it that may appeal to us more, mm-hmm. but every part of it. Mm-hmm. Is necessary and it's laid out on purpose, hmm. and and that's why I really do think that even with even with how a, an apostolic service is structured, mm-hmm. we, we 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 prepare ourselves with pre-service prayer. Mm-hmm. That's right. We then yep. enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Mm-hmm. So we begin singing and worshiping and and thanking God for what he's done. Yep. You know, and, and all of it leads up to that moment where God speaks and the glory of God um, descends. Right. Right? Right. So we, we talk about that more a couple of, of episodes ago, but I think it's just important to uh, reiterate that mm-hmm. At, mm-hmm. at this point. You were going somewhere, I think, with that before we, we got sidetracked. Um, so we then... I was just thinking about what we talked about last week and about how um, even if the church is laid out properly and the altar is the first thing in there and, you know, as church leaders, it's built properly and we hit on the the 5 and 20 who were within the properly oriented building. Right. Right. And we're literally looking the opposite direction. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And and the reason that that has importance and significance... Is because this is within the context of Ezekiel being being spoken to by God about the fact that God's leaving. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. So in this whole context of the tabernacle being positioned from right to left, mm -hmm. west to east, in mm -hmm. the sense of the entrance faces east, mm -hmm. but when you step in it, the closer you get to God, the farther west you go, mm -hmm. then the instrumentation within, now we're talking about the people. Mm -hmm. So any one of these that are that are tweaked, that are, are not properly oriented, God leaves. Wow. God leaves. So what we read last week was Ezekiel chapter 8 and verse 6. Are you seeing what they're doing? Right. Okay, he takes the prophet, mm -hmm. shows him, and, and there's an image of jealousy, and the glory of God is there over top of the image of jealousy. It should be over top of the mercy seat. Right, correct. Okay? That's right. So now the glory of God is out of position, which means God is moving east. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. God is moving away from his preferred place and designated place. Okay? Yep. So as, as we see that, the question needs to be asked, why? Where is he going? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And so we, we spent time about this last week, but let's reiterate it, that you need to be... You need to be a little more in tune than just, well, the glory of God is here, so everything is okay. Right, no, exactly. which right. way the glory of God right. is moving right. is, is, is very, mm -hmm. very, very critical. Mm -hmm. And so he tells us in verse 6, mm -hmm. I'm going to explain to you why that I'm going off from my sanctuary. Yeah. So seest thou what they do, even the great abominations that the house of Israel mm. committeth here that I should go far off from my sanctuary. Right. But turn ye that again, but turn thee yet again, sorry, and thou shalt see greater abominations. Greater abominations. Okay? This is where we, we kind of glazed it. So let's, let's, let's dig in to this point a little mm -hmm. bit more. Mm -hmm. So he brings them to the door of the court. There's yep. a hole in the wall. Yep. He said, dig now in the wall. Mm -hmm. When I dig, behold a door. And okay. he said unto me. So so all of this stuff, all of this stuff is 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 noteworthy because in the overall structure and instrumentation and layout and pattern of the tabernacle, mm -hmm. there's not supposed to be holes in the wall. There's not supposed to be covert doors. Right. There's not mm -hmm. supposed to be secret rooms. Correct. Okay. Correct. And really, to put this exactly at the feet of where it needs to be, although it applies to every individual within Israel proper, yeah. is this is the leadership. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. This is the elders. Wow. Yeah. Of Judah. Mm -hmm. So again, pointing to last week, don't forget that before he's caught up in the spirit, he is literally physically sitting in the presence of the elders of Judah. That's right. And it's like God catches him into that dimension mm -hmm. where he begins to see what is going on behind the scenes mm -hmm. with these men, mm -hmm. okay? And so there's a hole in the wall. Dig a little bit. Yep. And behold, a door. And you'll find a door. So the first thing that we need to understand, and I, I referenced this in previous episodes, is, is this passage of Scripture really unnerves me mm -hmm. because... The church is not a place that we glaze over mm -hmm. things. The mm -hmm. church is not a place mm -hmm. where we pretend things don't exist. Sure. The church is not a place where we come to bury our heads. We come to bury our sins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay? 
So, oh, let's just pretend. Really, sometimes the most the most harsh criticisms from society is that, oh, that's just a place for a bunch of hypocrites. And the reality is, is where else can you go and find hypocrites? That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay? But the church is bound to have hypocrites. But, but we sometimes do give them fodder for that argument mm-hmm. because we see the hole in the wall right? and we don't dig. Right. It was the, when you get looking at this from the standpoint of leprosy being within houses. Oh, yeah. Okay? Leprosy was not just something that men had. Right. It was not just something, it was right. not just something that clothing. That's right. Could, but actual houses. buildings, yeah. structures Structure. could get leprosy, which is a type of sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, pastor, when you see a hole in the wall, dig. Yeah. Dig, examine it, Mm -hmm. measure it. And there was a specific order to Mm -hmm. this. When you see a hole in the wall, you you would call the priest to come look at it, and he would measure it. And then he'd come back and he would check it. If it's growing, Mm -hmm. if it's worsening, if he flaked it off, and and then he dealt with it. Yep. Okay? Yep. So if we've ever needed... Just to interrupt there, and if it got to the point that it couldn't get fixed, it was time to get out of the house. It was... You right. destroy the house. Yeah, house was destroyed. So how do we how do we expect that God's going to stay in a house that has it in it? Right. Great point. Right. Great point. Because again, the underlying thing here is God's leaving. He's on his way out. So he's telling he's you, why, why am I leaving? Mm-hmm. I'm leaving because there's a hole in the wall that nobody is yeah. seemingly Try yeah. doing anything about. Doing anything about. Yeah. It's such a it's such a uh, I don't even know the right word to use, but it's such a polar opposite of the house can be full of sinners. Yes. But if the house contracts the sin, then it's like the whole thing is, is the model is broken. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Crazy. It's a phenomenal way to look at this. So he digs in the wall. Yeah. So he said in door. verse 9, uh, go in and behold the wicked abominations that they do here. So and I went in. behold the wicked Abominations. Now, this is a room mm-hmm. in a redemptive system mm-hmm. that is oriented properly, but they somehow thought that mm-hmm. they could tunnel away a mm-hmm. secret passageway into a place mm-hmm. where where these wicked abominations would not be seen by God. Mm-hmm. Okay. So behold, the wicked abominations that they do here. So I went in and saw, and behold, every form of creeping things and abominable beasts. form Mm -hmm. of creeping thing and abominable beasts. And all the idols of the house of Israel. And all the idols. All of them, yeah. Portrayed upon the wall around about it. Okay. And in there was the 70 men. Yeah. And in the midst of them stood Jezaniah, the son of Shaphan, with every man his censer in his okay. hand. And a thick cloud of incense went up. Yes, now, there they were. Let's let's with, without having to unpack and identify every part of it. Abomination, abomination is a pretty serious thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, abominations, for example. If it's identified as an abomination in the old covenant, it's still an abomination in the new. Mm-hmm. There's if, if if anything is that ever an abomination with mm-hmm. God, it, 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 there's nothing that changes this. Mm-hmm. 
The dispensation of grace doesn't change it. Nothing changes it. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if it's an abomination for a man to wear women's apparel mm-hmm. or a woman to wear men, men's apparel, if it's an abomination, then that is across the board. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. It lasts. Okay. So when he says that he looked in there and saw every form, form mm-hmm. of abomination, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every form of creeping things, mm-hmm. everything was there. Mm-hmm. So there's immorality there. Mm-hmm. And this is what I'm really wanting us to, to uh, bear down on for a few moments here. There is idolatry there. Mm-hmm. Every idol from the house of Israel mm. is there, and every abominable thing is there. So sensuality is there. Mm-hmm. Perversion is there. Mm-hmm. Adultery, fornication. Mm-hmm. It's all It's all there. There's even arguments when you get reading uh, later in Ezekiel about a whole... What's her, Abela and Ahola. Anyway, the two sisters, mm-hmm. uh, Samaria, and, and 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 he talks about their room and how they painted images hmm. on the wall. Okay, there's a strong case to be made for uh, sexual portrayal and, and imagery. Hmm. Okay, yeah, or what we would 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 know as pornography. Okay, okay, pornographic. Uh, Imagery. Okay. So every the reality is is there's support here that every abominable thing is going on. This is in the temple. Okay. This is why God's leaving. Yeah. What I want you to notice is this that the that the line mm-hmm. between idolatry and immorality is so blurred that I'm not sure. Mm-hmm that you can accurately differentiate between when you leave one and cross into the other. Wow, quite a statement. Wow. Okay? Quite a statement. This is literally mm. the perplexity of which came first, the chicken or the egg. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Right? Also, yeah. Yeah. Idolatry and immorality, and it creates a cycle, and they feed wow. off of each other. Mm-hmm. Abominations were present, and idols were present. Hmm. Okay, the ideals that we've talked about off and on for the last uh, few episodes—that the orientation of the tabernacle facing eastward, which is looking back to Eden, mm-hmm. which in its pre-fallen condition was absolutely in a state of perfection—we we need the church oriented to its ideals. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and those ideals are: we are not an idolatrous people, right, right, and we are not an adulterous people. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 any one of those feeds off of the other. Mm-hmm. Now we've had off and on over the year we've we've, we've had discussions about idol- idolatry. Yes, I was just going to say okay? that, yeah. that's kind of been a uh, an unintended mm-hmm. consequence, an unintended, mm-hmm. unplanned. Mm-hmm. But idolatry is something that's not talked about enough. Mm-hmm. We preach against immorality. You're right. Yep. But idolatry is an issue. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. and I honestly don't think we can win the battle on immorality hmm. without addressing idolatry. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Idolatry, when you when you when you distill what idolatry is, when you distill it down to its to its its seminal definition, mm-hmm. idolatry is anything in your life that becomes the pinnacle mm-hmm. that guides mm-hmm. your existence. Mm-hmm. It's a pursuit that knocks God off, right? That knocks other relationships off. Yep. And that becomes what you're after. That is your idol at that moment. It mm-hmm. can be a relationship. It can be yep. a career. It can yep. be finances. It can be... So good. Okay? Yeah. Idolatry and then immorality. That mm-hmm. is why when you hear Joseph say this, oh, I can't do this with Potiphar's wife because I would sin against God. Mm-hmm. God. So because of his integrity, because he was not caught up in idolatry, he won the battle of immorality. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Right? If the position would have been, Mm -hmm. if if acquiring the position in Potiphar's household would have been the pinnacle of what he was pursuing, he'd have slept with Potiphar's wife. Absolutely. 100%. That's right. But when yep. the pinnacle of your life is, I want to please God, yep. mm-hmm. you don't care if you lose the position. Exactly. As long That's as so God's good. happy. I'd rather be in a prison and God be happy than in a palace and God be mad. Mm-hmm. So it was it was his ideal loyalty mm-hmm. to God that helped him win hmm. the temptation of immorality. Is that, is that, that connects it perfectly for me. Anyways, yeah. That's really good. Okay, I want to I want to give um, another another scripture here. Mm-hmm. If you could, you want to go there? I've got it here. Ezekiel twenty three. Let me just read it here. Sure. Ezekiel twenty three and thirty seven. For they have committed adultery. So there's your immorality, mm-hmm. and blood is on their hands. Now get this: with their idols, they have committed adultery. Wow, the there's the connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. With their idols, they committed adultery. Hmm. So let me throw something out for your consideration. He who finds himself in an immoral mm-hmm. position, an, an adult, let's use adultery, in an adulterous affair, is he committing an affair with his neighbor's wife, which we know there's prohibition against that, or is at that point she his idol? Hmm. Because it is the pursuit. Mm-hmm. If she becomes the pinnacle of everything he's willing, he's willing to throw everything in his life away for that relationship with her. Mm-hmm. Then is he committing adultery with his neighbor's wife or is he committing adultery with an idol? Wow. Hmm. This is what God told Ezekiel. Yep. They are committing adultery with idols. Now, when you look at this, this totally changes the game. Uh, let's, 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 let's use Esau, who is identified as a fornicator. But nobody can find scriptural what? proof of where he ever committed, sexually committed fornication. fornication. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. But the rest of the passage adds the clarity to it when you look at it from this standpoint. Mm-hmm. Who, for a morsel of meat... Yeah, exactly right. Sold his birthright. Mm-hmm. So at the mm-hmm. moment of extreme hunger, mm-hmm. his birthright was not at the pinnacle. God 
was not at the pinnacle. The morsel of meat Hmm. was at the pinnacle. And so at that moment, that, could it be that that, using Ezekiel, what God said to Ezekiel in chapter 23, that they commit adultery with idols, here Hmm. you have Esau committing fornication with a morsel of meat. Hmm. I'm just throwing that out for you to consider that anything at that moment that you pursue more than God, is that not an idol to you at that moment? Which is also immorality. Mm. So Mm. at that moment that you are willing Mm. to throw it all away for Mm. that one thing you want. Israel is repeatedly accused mm-hmm. of committing adultery on on Jehovah mm-hmm. with other gods. Yes. With yes. other gods. It wasn't just the marrying and intermingling with strange women. But it was worshiping Baal. It was. So there 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 seems to be this whole thing going on in Ezekiel 8 in this room mm-hmm. through an opening. Beyond the door. <clears throat> wow. And in that room is every idol and every abominable act. Mm-hmm. And the line of distinction between immorality and idolatry was so blurred that it was all going on in the same place of seclusion. Hmm. And here's the alarming thing. Here's the alarming thing. That these men had censers in their hands. Mm-hmm. And they they were a thick cloud of incense was going up. They were engaged mm-hmm. in worship over top of immorality. Mm. Now I want to speak to that briefly. God help us. Mm-hmm. God help us in the apostolic movement if we allow our worship. Mm to be something that is given over top of abomination Hmm. and over top of idolatry. We need pulpits that still cry out against adultery, fornication, Mm -hmm. homosexuality, Mm -hmm. every gamut of immorality. Mm -hmm. We have to preach it. Mm -hmm. We have to preach it. We can't cherry pick around it. We can't go, well, he's too talented to touch. Mm -hmm. He's too gifted to touch. Mm -hmm. We need musicians that are pure, Mm. holy. We need singers that don't crawl through a hole in the wall Mm. and try to offer incense over top of every creeping thing. I know this is going to win us lots of compliments and comments um, this week, but I'm just telling you, we need a good wake-up in Pentecost and a revival of purity. Mm-hmm. Young people, you don't you don't need to be trying out a spouse before you're married. Mm-hmm. That's that's secularism. That's that's abominable. And we got we we talked about this last week. But you don't you don't come to church and worship your way through that. No. That's sin. No. That's direction problems. That's mm-hmm. facing the wrong mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. That's twenty five men with their back to the altar facing the east. Mm-hmm. But because you got a censor in your hand. And that is why, <clears throat> since that we're here, let's talk about it. That's why worship needs to be authentic. Mm-hmm. 
Worship can't just be a sensationalized experience. Mm-hmm. Worship needs to be an authentic experience because if it's just a sensational experience, people with sin in their life can juke and jive and high five and dance and and run the aisles and woohoo and, yeah. and 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 crawl back through the yeah. hole in the wall and continue their abominable acts. But when you really enter into that dimension of glory, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which going back again to last week, when the appearance of the glory of God came, it was a warning. Mm. It was a it was a he said, I, I saw him coming to me and the radiance of the brilliance of his coming. And you looked up the word, it meant to heed, to to caution, to warn. Right, right. We need authentic worship. And don't you ever forget that there are some things that incense was never intended to cover up. Mm-hmm. It takes the blood to cover sin. So don't worship through something that you need to cover up with blood. Mm-hmm. Um. Let me ask you this. Yeah. So go there's got to be a remedy for all this, right? <clears throat> so thank goodness the story doesn't end there. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a remedy. Can, can we add one more thing in here before we mm-hmm. before we move into this? Um. I I think that we need to be reminded that pleasure is not the be-all, end-all. All right. Pleasure was never intended to be experienced without responsibility. Mm. Okay? So when you look at that, we're living in a society where if it feels good, do it. Mm-hmm. No. Absolutely not. And that cannot creep into the recessed areas of the church, the holes in the wall where we go deep in and find these creeping things. Well, it can't be wrong. It feels good. Now, I'm telling you, there's pleasure in sin Mm -hmm. for a season. Mm -hmm. For a season. But we need to know that there is responsibility with pleasure. Mm-hmm. And that is why there are, even on a base level of morality, mm-hmm. what what supports pleasure is covenant. Right, right. That's a good statement, yeah. Mm-hmm. Covenant. Right. So, no, I just... Uh, I, so what you're saying is a good self-check to this whole <laughs> scenario would be is if I'm craving something that only includes pleasure in my life, I may have an idolatry problem. Yes, and if you don't deal with it, you'll have a morality problem. That's right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, 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 and I say this as carefully as I can, but I've got to say it as honestly as I can. Mm. Immorality is, is without a doubt selfishness. It is. It's mm-hmm. heaping pleasure upon yourself yep. without embracing the responsibility associated with it. Okay, and so mm-hmm. all of this is going on within the church, mm-hmm. and if we're not careful, this will affect even how we worship. We want the pleasure. Who mm-hmm. doesn't enjoy feeling the presence of God, right? Mm-hmm. right? 
But there's a responsibility associated with that. You're going to serve me and me alone, and you're going to live how I want you to live, and you're going to walk how I want you to walk, mm-hmm. and you're going to dress how I want you to dress, and you're going to play mm-hmm. this game by my rules. If we are going to interact in on a relational yeah. level, then there's a responsibility level. So good. That's right. Right? That's right. So immorality will place at the pinnacle of... Okay, let me say it this way. Immorality places self at the pinnacle of fulfilled desire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rather than being at the foundation of moral responsibility. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's right. So what, what... what do we do at this moment when we're when when we walk in Ezekiel and we see this? Mm-hmm. He says, "You know why they're doing this? Mm-hmm. They're doing it because they think that the Lord hath forsaken the earth." Mm-hmm. When a people thinks that they are forsaken, if you ever adopt the idea that you are forsaken by God, hmm. you lose your you you lose your moral breaks. Wow! Yeah, yeah, that's wow. right. That's right. If you ever think, well, God's just given up on me. He ain't paying no attention to mm-hmm. me anyway. The, the next step is you just give yourself a license yep. to do whatever you want, and you don't think that God will will hold you accountable for it. Because mm-hmm. he forsook me. Yeah. He forsook me. So I want, I want you to um, read for me... Uh, Ezekiel 11 and 22. Okay. Stand by one. 11. 11, 22 says, Then did the cherubims lift up their wings and the wheels beside them, and the glory of the God of Israel was over them above. And the glory of the Lord went up from the midst of the city Uh and stood upon the mountain, which is on the east side of the city. Oh, on what side? The east. Uh, mm-hmm. So now you notice we, we've skipped over a bunch just for, for time's sake, but incrementally the glory just keeps departing. Mm-hmm. Yep. It keeps getting farther and farther away. Yep. It left the mercy seat. Mm-hmm. It left hovering over top of the image of jealousy. Mm-hmm. Now it's out in the city, and yep. then it leaves the city yep. and is now hovering on the mount mm-hmm. east mm-hmm. of the city. Mm-hmm. Again reinforcing Mm -hmm. the fact that when God departs or when man departs from God, Mm -hmm. either way, he goes east. Yeah. Okay? So when you you look at this, you've got to say, is there anything we can do to fix this? Exactly. Right? What can we do to bring it back? I Mm -hmm. think the first thing that you need to know we can do to bring it back is repent. That is a shift Mm -hmm. of direction. That That's a, the personal response. It is. Yeah. It absolutely absolutely it is. It can turn a city like Nineveh around. That's right. That's right. Literally turn it around. It's the problem is it's not you, it's your direction. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So re, repented, and this is important for you to hear. Mm-hmm. Repented of immorality is mm-hmm. not a challenge to the glory of God. No. It's unrepented of immorality Mm -hmm. that will drive the glory of God out. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to repent, authentically repent, not just a meager little expression of remorse Mm -hmm. and and sorry that you got caught, but repentance as is described by the Word of God. If you are willing to repent, 
you can get off with anything mm-hmm. just about. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. That's right. So repentance is, 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 is that shift in direction. Now I want you to go over one more chapter, Ezekiel chapter 12, and let's see what we can do mm-hmm. to fix this. Starting at one. Uh, ch- uh, chapter 12 and two. Okay. Son of man, thou dwellest in the midst of a rebellious house, which have eyes to see and see not. They have ears to hear and hear not, for they are a rebellious house. Therefore, thou son of man, prepare thee stuff for removing. Prepare thee stuff for removing. Mm-hmm. And remove by day in their sight. Mm. And thou shalt remove from thy place to another place in their sight. It may be they will consider, though they be a rebellious house. Wow. Then shalt thou bring forth thy stuff by day in their sight as stuff for removing, and thou shalt go forth at even in their sight as they that go forth into captivity. Dig thou through the wall in their sight and carry out thereby. Okay, have you noticed the repetition <laughs> there? In their sight. Yeah. In their sight. Right. Mm-hmm. In their sight. Right. This is the anecdote for stuff that is done in the dark. Deal with it in the light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Deal with it wow. in the light. Wow. Yeah, very good. They're doing all of this stuff in seclusion. Mm. They think they're getting by. That's right. But I'm showing you. You listen. Right. Listen. You, you, need to, you need to understand that God talks to your man of God. Mm-hmm. And God is speaking to Ezekiel and telling him things that are going on. Mm-hmm. And he says, they think the cloak of darkness will cover it. They think the cloak of incense will cover mm-hmm. it. They'll think that they're doing it because they're doing it within the church, that mm-hmm. that will cover it. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, brother pastor, you deal with it. Mm-hmm. But don't you deal with it at midnight. Yeah, all right. You deal with it in daylight. Mm-hmm. And you prepare <laughs> yeah. the stuff for removing you dig through the wall mm-hmm. and you carry it out. And even that, 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 mm-hmm. the removal of the idolatry, the removable of the abominable um, uh, practices, mm-hmm. okay? The removal of all of that stuff is still even done with, I know the rebellious, but maybe there's a hope that somebody will wake up when they see you boxing up the stuff mm, right. and carrying it out. Yeah. And repeatedly he is saying, in their sight, in their sight, in their sight, mm-hmm. in their sight. Five times he says, carry it out in their sight. In their sight, yeah. <laughs> he wants, he wants yeah. that rebellious house to see a man of God dealing with it in their sight. Yeah, we need a good, bad example. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So all of this stuff, I don't know if a pastor has it right. I want them pastors. And, and it seems like there's a movement to try to lower the bar of a pastor's responsibility hmm. to deal with sin. Hmm. I'm just telling you, there's some stuff that has to be dealt with in pure daylight. What What is one of the conservative talk show host, he talks about daylight or sunlight is the greatest disinfectant. Is that what he says? Not sure. Anyway, he, he talk, he's, he's talking about corruption and the, and the shadowy 
okay, gotcha. corners yeah, of yeah. corruption mm-hmm. and that sunlight mm-hmm. is yeah. the greatest disinfectant, I think is how he mm-hmm. says it. Mm-hmm. It brings everything to light. Mm-hmm. So the idea here is this, something's got to go. Right, right. If that stays, God goes. Yeah, and he clearly did. And he clearly did. Yep. He is now out on the mountain, clearly yep. to the east. Yeah. So you, you, you don't have to get rid of it. But something's got to go. Something has to be removed. Mm-hmm. You cannot continue in your idolatrous practices. Mm-hmm. Okay? We, 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 can't, we can't continue down the road of, of these, these. You know, we're, we're living in a world that's becoming a lot more spiritual. Mm-hmm. And if we're not careful, we, 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 we can mitigate the effect of these seemingly nuanceical, you know, oh, it's just a horoscope, or it's just this, or it's just that, or it's just... Uh, no. That mm-hmm. is not something that a child of God mm-hmm. dabbles in. Mm-hmm. We are loyal to one, mm-hmm. and that God knows it all, and he doesn't need help from some newspaper column mm-hmm. to support... What's going to be going on in yeah. my life? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right? And, and, and we can blow it off as, as a nothing burger, or you can realize there's a spirit mm-hmm. world that is involved with this. You either get rid of that junk or God leaves. Yeah. Something's yeah. got to go. Mm-hmm. Something's got to go. So whatever that is, and it could be somebody listening to us today, and it's and it's coming to your mind as we're talking. Mm-hmm. Then get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Listen, God does not want to be alienated from you. I think no, the proof no. of this is in the garden when 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 Adam and Eve first mm-hmm. rebel against God. Mm-hmm. Who comes looking for them? Yeah, exactly God. right. Exactly right. God God misses it. They weren't looking for him. No, mm-hmm. they were hiding from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. God doesn't want to abandon you. He doesn't want the glory of God to depart from you, but he will not co-inhabit with idolatrous, immoral, abominable practices that are going on in the house, and you can't pretend to worship over the top of it Mm -hmm. and fool God. You have got to take accountability for it. Mm -hmm. You've got to bring fruit meat for repentance. Mm -hmm. You've got to turn around. Mm -hmm. Yep. Repent. Yep. And get headed the right direction. Yep, <clears throat> exactly right. And notice what happens in Ezekiel 43. Now, I know that there's eschatological applications to this. There's aspects of this that are yet to be fulfilled, etc. But for today's application, I want you to see the glory coming back and the route that mm-hmm. it takes. If you're willing to deal with it, if you're willing to dig through the wall, unpack the stuff, carry it out mm-hmm. in broad daylight... Repent of your sins. Guess what? The glory that departed over the east wants to come back. Mm-hmm. It wants to come back. Ezekiel chapter 43. Afterward, he brought me to the gate, even the gate that looked toward the... Uh, what structure do you think this is? Mm. Probably the east. Yes. North. East. <laughs> and behold, the glory of the God of Israel came from the way of the east. Ah, so the very same direction that it had left, yeah. it now begins coming back. Yep. 
and there was a sound with it. Mm-hmm. And his voice was like a noise of many waters, uh. and the earth shined with his glory. Now look, here we have brilliance again. We have brightness again, but it's a difference. It's a brilliance of glory. This is not a warning. This is not a cautioning. This is, I'm coming back. Right. Okay? Right. And it was according to the appearance of the vision which I saw, even according to the vision which I saw when, when I came to destroy the city, and the visions were like the vision that I saw by the river Chebar, mm. and I fell upon my face. Mm. And the glory of the Lord came into the house by the way of the gate, whose prospect is toward the east. Oh, mm-hmm. so he, first of all, from the gate, he looks out and sees it coming from the east. But now he's in the temple and he sees it entering in the house yep. from the east. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. So the spirit took me up and be, and brought me into the inner court and behold, the glory of the Lord filled the house. Uh, and the glory of the Lord mm-hmm. filled the house. Mm-hmm. Filled the house. Mm-hmm. So we could go on and on and read here because it, it it's it's all applicable. But what I wanted to just bring out of this is that mm-hmm. there is hope. Right, right. There is hope. If if immorality and idolatry have been a part of your life, kick it out. Mm-hmm. Get a redemptive U-Haul, <laughs> buy extra large boxes. <laughs> Package the stuff up and send it out. Mm-hmm. And the very glory that, if you're honest with yourself, you know has been diminishing mm-hmm. and departing, it will return back again, and you will experience it once again, filling the house, mm-hmm. and it will come from the same direction that it left. He wants to have that relationship with you. Yeah. So... To summarize everything that we've been talking about for the last four weeks. Is this is this the finish line we're crossing? This is it. Whew. This is it. God give us churches mm-hmm. that are oriented eastward. Yep. God give us churches that the direction within is oriented properly. Yes. Churches that look at mercy rather Mm. than one another, Mm -hmm. and then churches that are filled with people who are oriented the same direction that the church is oriented. Mm -hmm. They're not facing east in a church going west, but they're traveling west in Mm -hmm. a church that is facing east. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And finally, a church that's willing to deal with immorality. You know good churches, good churches, still have bad things happen. Yeah. You just have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. People are people, Mm -hmm. and you love people, but you don't love sin, Mm -hmm. and you don't pretend that there's not a hole in the wall. You Mm -hmm. dig through it, you you cart the stuff out, and you make sure that the glory of God Mm -hmm. stays ever present in our midst. That's a formula for revival right there. Let's go get it.